Welcome, y'all, to the Direct Examination Podcast. My name is Joseph Vias. I'm Dane Phillips. We are without our third co-host today. Uh, Amber is uh, feeling a little bit under the weather, hashtag non-COVID division. But we do have a fill-in third host today because on this Zoom call where we record this, Dane is holding baby Phillips. <laughs> what's, what's going on? Yeah, a, a little AK Phillips here. Uh, she, uh, mommy had to go to the store, but you know, we got business to do. So we got a podcast. <laughs> and so she said she would fill in uh, all, you know, going on seven weeks old. Uh, so uh, whether there's edited parts of, uh, you know, the passy coming out and crying, we'll have to wait and see. Right. Uh, we well, they'll never it. hear it. They'll never know if you'll never know if the third podcast, uh, <laughs> the third co-host is uh, not happy with the topic that we're uh, addressing. But I am just, well, I am thrilled that we're going to start talking about some law stuff that Passy's going to come out. She's just going to give her opinions. She's going to have fully formed thoughts on mens rea. You know, she's about to break it down on, you know, her thoughts on the COVID vaccine. It's going to be great. I think she's got all the answers. Her, <laughs> her four-year-old sister, who I was been managed to be able to uh, uh, turn on her TV and at least keep her occupied for 30 minutes, uh, certainly believes she has all the answers at four, so... I'm sure she'll be no different. That's fantastic. Well, if you're listening to this, we really appreciate it. We thank you. Uh, if you like what you hear from our previous episodes, of course, last episode we had a, a great one with Mandy Powers and Relic. Go ahead, go on the wherever you're hearing this from. Give us a five star review. Give us a uh, you know nice thing in the comments. We really appreciate that, and that helps spur us on and inspire us to do more episodes. Absolutely. Look, uh, it's one of those things where I know you hear on all these shows, like, share, and subscribe, and, you know, it becomes kind of just a, a phrase, a catchphrase that you don't actually pay attention to. But, again, this is a labor of love. You know, we we'd certainly do it for the zero dollars. But, you know, it is literally we enjoy getting together, not only uh, for ourselves, but because we, we do like putting out this information, talking about it, keeping open discussion of these topics and, uh, again, overall, it's just a, an absolute pleasure and joy for us to be able to do this. And so if you could spread the word and the more people we can bring along for the ride, uh, we, we have, you know, we just, without a doubt, uh, appreciate the opportunity to, uh, you know, people have a limited amount of time and get to choose what they listen to. And now the podcasting is the big thing. We, we hit it before, uh, before it got hot. And uh, look, we, we, we don't take this lightly. We appreciate you listening. So you definitely like, share, and subscribe. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so there's no guest today. Dane and I kind of wanted to do a re-intro, uh, set the table for the new year episode. Um, we wanted to talk a little bit about the COVID order uh, that's come out. Dane, of course, is a... Actually, Dane, we'll talk about Amber... Tell for our new listeners who you are, what you do, where you work, what type of law you practice, where can they uh, get in touch with you? All right. So I'm a criminal defense attorney out of Columbia, South Carolina. That's that's really the primary practice area. I do have a lot of appellate experience and I do appeals as well as some post-conviction relief and professional licensing. But my, the cornerstone of my practice is criminal defense work. And I'm here on Taylor Street in Columbia and I'm with Price Benowitz. It's a mid-sized firm that's actually regionally based 
uh, out of Virginia, D.C. and Maryland. Our headquarters is in D.C. So I had the, the very fortunate part of being partnered with a, a firm that has a lot of resources and has, uh, again, the staff for me to be able to be the best lawyer possible. And so if you have criminal defense matters, obviously, I pray that you don't. Uh, and it's and we don't like repeat business. But if you find yourself in a situation where you got questions or you're in a a situation where you need some help, obviously I'd be happy to speak with you. And so, uh, you know, we, we, we don't do too many right hook sales here, but at the end of the day, if you need help and the whole part, part of this podcast, the reason we started it was to help people, right. And put the information out there. And so as far as criminal defense, you know, that that's, that's what I've dedicated my life to. And I've never been a prosecutor and I've never done any other area of law. And so this is, uh, you know, th- this is me. You know, this is my profession, and that's what I'm passionate about. Our other co-host, if you're this is your first time listening, again, we thank you for doing so. Our other co-host is Amber Fulmer. Amber is of the Jewett Dooley Law Group. Um, she practices out of Lexington. She is a uh, family law practitioner. Our opinion, one of the best in the state. And if you have any issues with family law, contact them over at the Jewett Dooley uh, Firm they'll be able to help you out. And um, I can just tell you from knowing Amber and being friends with her, from doing the show with her, uh, as good as Dane is in criminal, that's how good Amber is in uh, family law. So, well, and I want to add, she is without a doubt a pit bull. You you don't have to, uh, that smile, don't, don't be fooled. She, she is a zealous advocate and will absolutely, you take away that Batesburg twang and she will absolutely destroy in court. You know, I've uh, had plenty of talks with her and seen her work. She, she is an incredible lawyer. Absolutely. So we're recording this on the 13th. Well, how about you? You, you got to do your intro. Oh, look, I am but a lowly government lawyer. I'm the general for oh. I'm the general counsel for the best uh, college in the uh, state. Midland undefeated. State uh, we're undefeated in all sports. Uh, number one in the uh, in football, basketball, number one in your hearts. Uh, so I have the privilege of uh, working for the people of South Carolina. And, you know, if you happen to want a, a great education and not want to pay a lot of money to do it, uh, go to Midlands Tech. Send your kid to Midlands Tech. Amen. Go ahead and knock out your first two years uh, on a uh, technical college tuition before you go transfer to a uh, four-year school. Save yourself thousands of dollars. Boom, there's my plug, and hopefully I can stay employed for the next uh, year. Hey, and that's legit. I got some good friends who did it. Uh, they went to Midlands Tech for the first two years, and they then transferred to the engineering program at USC. They have great careers. They make good money and uh, saved a ton by skipping those first two years at USC. So. All I'm saying, yeah, if you uh, are doing your classes online anyway, might as well do them for cheaper. Absolutely. So we're, we're recording this to let you uh, under the hood a little bit. We're recording this on the 13th. Um, we have a tendency in 2020 to record on boring days. Uh, <laughs> last year or last week um, when we were with uh, Mandy Powers and Orell, we were recording on the day of the insurrection at the Capitol. Today, we're recording on the day of the presidential impeachment. The first um, ever double impeachment. Double impeachment. You know, it, it was so nice they had to do it twice. Um, <laughs> so we are, this isn't a, we, we do have lawyer politicians on. This is not a political podcast, though. So. 
So obviously with a lot going on in the world, um, you know, all of that kind of ties into law. So we'll, we'll talk about the national stuff in a second. I wanted to talk about the COVID updates for South Carolina first. Yeah, Dane, you're in court a lot more than me. You, as you know, the Supreme Court just put out a order. What did that order say to you? How has that impacted um, the way that you practice? And frankly, how's it impacting your clients? Well, it's a significant impact. I mean, it, this it, it has a ripple effect. If we weren't already uh, kind of staring down massive backlog. Uh, taking away in-person hearings, absolutely. And I, I think it's justified. So let, let me start there. I think uh, Chief Justice Beatty made the right call, you know, possibly could have done it even sooner, uh, that, you know, the, the numbers were just uh, astronomical and increasing every day. And so I think he made the absolute right call to cancel because in-person hearings, especially with summary court, you have very small magistrate and municipal court offices and when you pack everybody in there it's impossible to social distance it's impossible to have meaningful safety precautions and modifications and so you're putting a lot of people at risk and when you potentially could kill somebody who attended or somebody who uh you know again one of their family members it becomes a situation where it, you know, you you know, it's life and death, and so we've now been blessed with our uh, fourth co-host. My four-year-old has walked in, uh, and so the you know, I can tell you that uh, when we have, I, I mean, right away, I already had, I already had like four hearings canceled, maybe even more than that in the two weeks. I mean, it was just, you know, I'm by nature in court all the time, and once this. Uh, came out, it just, it just changed my practice. And so uh, we already had, as we discussed before, jury trials being canceled, right? And so as far as criminal defenses practice is concerned, it, it, is, a, uh, it is an absolute uh, change in uh, being able to move cases. My, my caseload has increased during the pandemic because you're not able to resolve as many cases. So there's a lot of well, I was going to ask that. So are judges being more lenient with bonds as a result of COVID so that people can wait outside of jail instead of in jail? You know what I mean? It depends on the judge. A lot of judges, yes. Some judges, no. Uh, obviously, they were. there was a knee-jerk reaction at the beginning, and you probably had a lot more favorable uh, bond hearings uh, right when kind of COVID hit and, you know, right. March, April. Uh, but because we had, and we had the directive from the chief justice about not clogging up the jails. And, and then as things, you know, as time goes, you know, obviously things change back to status quo. And so, uh, but overall it's a yes and no. Uh, it just really depends on the judge. You know, it's like, give you that lawyer, answer of it depends but it really is it's a case-by-case -case basis we should have named this podcast it depends <laughs> like i feel like that was a missed opportunity that's true that's true <laughs> so the other question i had dan for you is doing criminal stuff as a vaccine gets rolled out you know i think one of the things that people don't think about is you know how it impacts the jailed in the prison population where you know Obviously, things can spread a little, uh, spread faster. 
you know, there's isolation and, and more of the impacts of that, you know, we don't know how the vaccine is going to eventually get rolled out to these uh, jails and stuff, but I haven't heard anybody talk about it. Uh, with DHEX kind of protocol, I personally, I need to look into it. Uh, I personally don't know. And it, that's on me, especially I was just uh, one of the course co course planners and moderators for a CLE of criminal practice during COVID. And one of the panels, it wasn't mine, did address some of these issues. And we even had a general counsel from, SEDC appear. Uh, and so I know that uh, CLE will be uh, on demand. And so I definitely say people for the, it's from the bar. So I found bar. So I will say, go check it out. If you got other questions, we had, it was a great CLE, uh, but specifically there's going to be, they, there needs to be for the department of corrections vaccines given because that's going to prevent the spread because it's been such, uh, you know, I, it's like wildfire. You have people who, you know, who are not able to be mobile uh, and stuck in combined places. So they've basically been in lockdown is how they're trying to deal with it. I'm thinking about the client, the criminal um, client who may be of advanced age, who's over 70 or has some other health issues, which of course a lot of them do, uh, who are now you know, more susceptible to the virus, but now, you know, maybe can't get it as easily as somebody who's not incarcerated. Um, while we're here, and since we're kind of shooting it between you and I, a uh, shout out to the uh, lawyer who put lawyers on the essential workers list when it came to the vaccine. Um, I don't know who that was. I don't know if it was a DHEC person, somebody in the governor's office was, but hey, shout out to you because, uh, you know, way to look out for the rest of us. That was, uh, that was, that was pretty cool. There's a lot more people more deserving than me, oh, yeah. but, I, but I'm not going to refuse, and I definitely appreciate it. Yes, absolutely. Uh, my but no, I mean, you're talking about, old, so I have uh, a couple of clients in prison who are of advanced age, who mm -hmm. are above 65, and, you know, that's a significant, I mean, like you said, it could, it could be life, you're talking about a life sentence, that's how you get a life sentence, is getting right. COVID, being over 65 in prison. Uh, we, you look, it's no surprise that the, you don't receive adequate health care in the Department of Corrections. That's just, uh, I, I know they try their, for the most part, try their best, but when you're short-staffed and underfunded and just overall have, uh, it's a very impossible situation in, in much of the Department of Corrections, you end up with the problems that you have. Uh, and so I, I don't know how they're going to address that, to be frank. Yeah, and one of the hopes as we kind of transition to national stuff, one of the hopes that I have is that as the year goes on and as we are learning more and more about vaccine distribution, that we can pick up the pace both on a national level level and, of course, a state level in uh, getting these vaccines out because, you know, the longer that this goes on, the more our court systems are going to be clogged up, the jails are being full, you know, lawyers are, are, like you said, you're getting more and more cases. And that's all just going to be the case until we can roll out the vaccine to, I believe it's 70% of people. Um, and by the way, if you're listening to this, get, a, get the vaccine, you know, man up, woman up, get the vaccine. Right. You know, it's a uh, help me help you kind of thing. You know, <laughs> it's, it, there's no reason not to do it. And I know plenty of people have plenty of reasons they want to provide, but at the end of the day, yeah. you know, 
the golden rule, do unto others as you have them do unto you. You would not want somebody to give you COVID. We would rather you not give us COVID. Uh, Exactly. So briefly, Dane, I want to. I did want to actually take a step back and go to the in-person order. There are the the order canceling in-person hearings. Now, bond hearings are not included. Emergency matters, not including, you know, not limited to restraining orders, order protection, vacating bench warrants. Those are an exception that can be done. And I actually have a restraining order hearing that I'm defending next week. And so, and of course, there are bond hearings as well that happen. And once somebody's arrested, you're, the, the law is that they're required to have a bond hearing within 24 hours of arrest. So it's not, for those listening, it's not a blanket canceled every hearing. There are emergency matters that could be addressed. And especially it's one where uh, it kind of the obvious things uh, that, that, can be held in person. I, I think that's important to note. Um, if you're a law student and you're trying to, you know, we're teaching the uh, class at USC this semester, you know, it's almost a, a whole new set of rules that you have to learn in, in the short term of what has, what is going forward, what isn't, you know, you have to learn not only the law and evidence, but now you gotta learn Zoom stuff. So. Uh, Shout out to all our law students. And Amber uh, texted us to shout out to all the uh, public defenders um, who are working across the state and the nation. Uh, We know that some of the individuals who, um, you know, tried the insurrection at the Capitol are from South Carolina, um, maybe even from Columbia. Uh, Those individuals probably get defended by a public defender who is doing that job. Um, not for the money or the fame, but because they believe in justice. So we are clearly, if you've listened to the show, we are a pro public defender podcast. Uh, Amen. Shout out to them um, doing that. work. And I'm sure you've seen this meme and it's, you know, a lot of, when we're talking about this specific protest and I, this isn't a political podcast, but you know, the best part about the public defender process and defending the accused is that, a lot of people for that protest is really kind of anti the quintessential public defender persona right. of civil liberties, uh, civil rights, et cetera. And it, it's the irony is uh, probably lost on some of the individuals who will be in, in D.C. represented by, uh, you know, as they would say, a ACLU card carrying member, uh, public defender who loves RBD, uh, who uh, who at the end of the day is just really everything that they they aren't or for they you know that they protest against, and that this person will wake up that morning and fight for them, will have their back uh, when being underpaid. Uh, again, they understaffed the whole thing, putting themselves in harm's way during COVID. They haven't been able to stay out of the fray of the courthouse and the masses. And so, and, and to do that is, uh, hey, look, as we said, uh, shout out to public defenders. We, uh, we love you. We got your back. Before we wrap up and talk about what's coming next, I wanted to kind of get to a positive note. Dane doesn't know I'm going to ask this question, but I feel it's a good question. We're talking about all the negative stuff that's happened with COVID and, you know, the Republic falling and all this. Dane, what's something that you're looking forward to in 2021? It could be something small, something big. So the first thing that pops in my mind, 
sleep. I'd love <laughs> a, full night, a full night's sleep. Uh, so t- sleep, uh, you know, I, as much I as lawyers here, <laughs> I'm telling you. So sleep uh, with, you know, with the new baby and, and everything, but ultimately I'd love to get a trial in this year. Uh, last year I didn't try a case and at heart, I'm a trial lawyer as yeah. much as I love my job and I love helping people. Uh, and we, I, we had some outstanding results with some cases this past year, but there's nothing like trying a case and not being able to do that. Uh, kind of, it, it, it does sting a bit. Right. Yeah. And so I'd love to be able to try a case this year. Um, we have some, some pretty interesting trials uh, planned. And so hopefully with vaccines that we'd be able to do that. So sleep, try sleep a case, case, you know, that, that would be, those are, those are two great things. And in other words, and you know, if you're talking about from uh, uh, just more personal stuff, spending as much time as I can with these girls. Oh, look at spoken like a true dad. They're going to come back and listen to this and they're going to say, you know what? I'm not going to get that tattoo because because <laughs> <laughs> I'll kid you. Look, we need to memorialize all this because the likelihood that I end up uh, with a heart attack is <laughs> because of the- it is very good. The likelihood is very good. Um, I'll say, as far as 2021, what I'm looking forward to. Uh, oh gosh, I asked the question, didn't have an answer prepared. I'll say this: um, there's some good. Uh, TV shows and movies coming out this year, I feel. Uh, so that can't be too bad. WandaVision will be out by the time that we uh, this drops. That may not beat anything to anybody, but if you're a Marvel nerd, um, that's great. Uh, so yeah, good, good TV shows and movies, I think, are on the deck. Um, and I'd be remiss to say I, I just got married, so I guess spending time with my wife is a... Uh, every day is bliss. Yeah, every day. So I've already won in 2021. There you go, dear. <laughs> right on. So, go ahead. And so, look, at the end of the day, we don't want to focus on the negative. We want to focus on all the positive stuff. And I'm sure there's some things that the people who listen to this podcast, uh, and we see the numbers, people actually listen. We're still yeah. shocked. We're still shocked. Uh, we may be over over twenty five thousand now. Oh yeah, we're we're close on close to twenty six. Uh, you know what's funny as we kind of you know when we for our first episode, like when we first and it was with Micah Kasky, and we had like dozens of people. Like it was like twenty, I think it was like twenty five people. Or something. It was low, and we were really excited about that. Like we were like hell yeah, twenty five people listening to the podcast. You know, I'm not saying we, 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 we still have work to do. We're doing, but Hey, we're, we're very happy with the listenership, especially for a very niche podcast in a very niche state. So yeah, we're kind of, you know, BSing around and, and, and talking shop on this one without a guest, but Hey, if you're listening to it, it's virtue of the fact that somebody, you know, you probably like the old ones and maybe you like us. You like us. You really like us. <laughs> and again, if this is the first one you've ever listened to, go back and check out the old episodes. We got some amazing guests that's been on the show, the interviews, some real legal legends in South Carolina. Um, and so please go back and check them out. We got plenty of silly ones with us, you know, just just talking like this and uh, some of them that are even crazier than that. Uh, but uh much crazier in this episode, but 
<laughs> but, you know, at, at the end of the day, if there's topics we don't address, please email right. us. It's directexaminationpodcast at gmail.com. Send us an email with topics that you want us to cover because, look, at the end of the day, we do get repetitive and because it's us and we have our own biases and, you know, kind of the – the worlds that, that we live in. So please send us a topic, send us potential guests. Uh, don't hold back. Hate mail. Uh, we always do. We, we love hate mail. We'll, we'll laugh at that too. And look again, behind the curtain, if it's something about criminal law or policy, chances are Dane proposed that episode. If it's something about, you know, a political guest or somebody interesting, chances are Amber did that. But if it's something stupid, it's always me. I'm always the one that says, yo, let's do an episode on Tiger King. Let's do an episode. Like, so if you hate the stupid with the, the silly episodes, that's all me. Um, but we do have a amazing 2021 planned out. We have some great guests. We're going to do what we haven't done something or something that we haven't done before. We're really going to focus on Black History and Women's History Month. One of the things that we are doing, and Dave, I don't even know if he knows this yet, <laughs> is we are going to have an episode in March where we're asking for women attorneys in South Carolina. So if you listen to this and you're a woman attorney in South Carolina, what we're asking for you is uh, we're going to have an episode where we give tributes to female mentors, to women um, pioneers, individuals who have paved the way for our wonderful women attorneys in uh, the state. We've had some already record their tributes, but if you're listening to this and if there's somebody who really impacted you, someone who paved the way for you, someone who took you under their wing, some woman who uh, made your job as a woman attorney easier, email us that at direct examination podcast at direct examination podcast at gmail.com. We're going to do a whole episode in March focusing on those uh, women pioneers and we're going to give them their credit and their flowers that maybe they haven't uh, gotten before. So that's down the road. But if you listen to this, um, go ahead and uh, send us uh, suggestions and we'll, we're going to do something special for them on an episode in March. Look, as a father of the two daughters that we've had to had, right. <laughs> had join us on, on this episode. Today. Look, I'm all for it, and standing on the shoulder shoulders of giants uh, will be an amazing episode. I know. I can't wait to hear it. And for Black History Month, we're going to do a similar type thing. We're going to have a panel of um, black attorneys. Uh, who are going to come on and talk about uh, issues, minority issues, not necessarily for minorities, but for everyone. What does the majority culture in South Carolina need to know about being a black lawyer in South Carolina? So we're excited for those. Of course, we'll have our usual array of illustrious guests. But if, like Dane said, if there's something else that we're doing, something that you want to hear all we need for you to do is email us at directexaminationpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us at SC Law Pod on Twitter and Facebook. You can follow Dane at SC Crim Lawyer. The two, his two co-hosts today don't have the Twitters yet, but um, they will soon. Uh, but so you can follow. Uh, yeah, Dane, it's coming, buddy. It's coming. And you can follow Amber at Red Judicata. Uh, on on Twitter, oh, and on Amber's TikTok. Yes, and we we need to get 
Amber to up our TikTok game because really we're lacking in that area. How are we supposed to reach the youth? Hey, look, I mean, we got to scale here. <laughs> That's right. Um, you can follow me at Joseph P. Bias at gmail.com. Um, thank you so much for listening. Look, we're coming back next week with an illustrious guest on a, a big topic we're excited about. Uh, but thanks so much for listening to this. And like Dane said at the beginning, like, share, and subscribe. <laughs> Love it. Thanks for